0: Welcome to the Drink Less, Live More podcast. If you are a woman that is wanting to evaluate your relationship with alcohol, you come to the right place. There are no hard and fast rules and you don't have to call yourself anything. You're just a woman that knows something isn't working for her and you are wanting to make an intentional change. I'm Rachel Pritz and I'll walk alongside you as you learn to drink less and live more. Let's go. Welcome back to Drink Less, Live More. This week, we're talking about drinking like a man. Most of us were raised in a generation where it was all about female power. We can do anything that our male peers can do. And I'm not sure that that has always served me or our society well, Not because I think women are capable of amazing things, I think they absolutely are, but because we have made the measure of what a man can do, so more of the masculine side of our humanity, as the bar that we are all trying to reach and no pun intended with the bar. Um, But that's sort of the gold standard, right? So if we can be more like men, that's really what we were being told and, and sort of what we were striving for was to be more like men. Let's be more powerful. Let's be more assertive. Let's be stronger. You know, all the things that are definitely more masculine features. And so... You know, as we as we were striving towards those things, I think what we lost in some regard was our femininity and what we bring to the table. I do not believe that women can do everything that men can do. I just don't. We're not the same. I also do not think that men can do all the things that women can do. And we need both those masculine and feminine sides that we all can bring to the table to really solve some major problems going on in the world today and i will say that i i have noticed that just over decades and even over centuries we have needed a lot more of those masculine you know features centuries ago we don't need so many of them anymore we don't need brute strength we don't need you know physical strength in order to uh, be successful um, but we used to, right? And so now what I'm seeing is we need so many more of those feminine features that we can bring and tap into uh, as women and men can tap into them too. So it's not like we can't all tap into this whole spectrum, right? Like I think it's great for us to sort of find that that balance between the femininity and the masculinity and whatever feels like we're able to bring our natural gifts and talents to the conversation. But here's where this got problematic. So we started to um, also think that we could drink like men, we could eat like men, we could exercise like men, and that is not serving us, ladies. I was an athlete growing up, so it was like all about like you know strength and training and um, running and, you know, all the things that were very intense exercises. And so I sort of carried that through my adult world. You know, I thought, well, that's the the exercise I know. So I'm going to do intense exercise. And, you know, I go to orange theory. I've actually cut back to only going one day a week because I actually thought, you know, I'm not sure this is what my body really needs, uh, three days a week. It feels like this is too intense for me. And the female body already has a lot going on. So men have their own hormones and, and challenges there, but women are very complex. There is a lot going on with all of our hormones, and our bodies really—we're not designed to carry as much stress as we carry in in 2022. And so we already are like our nervous system is like hyped up anyway. If you're a mom, a career woman, uh, any really, just a woman in general, like there's a lot of responsibility that we carry. And so like our nervous system is already high, like it's, it's heightened, right? Like we are just like, almost like jittering all the time. And, uh, you know, adding intensity to that is not going to help. Right. And so like our cortisol levels go up higher, which are already sky high. I mean, I've actually had mine drawn. I have hard numbers in front of my face and I'm like, good Lord. I mean, <laughs> those are crazy levels they've gotten better over time um but gosh i mean wow those were really crazy levels so my body doesn't need any more stress right it doesn't need any more of that cortisol and those really intense workouts were were giving me that but physical activities are really big part of my mental health strategy my physical health i feel overall general in general better when i am being physically active so i do a lot of walking really long walks and then i also do um, pure bar, which is a lot more intentional movements, which is actually more aligned with who I am. I'm very intentional with the way I move through the world. So why would I not be intentional with the way I move my body instead of just like throwing it on a treadmill and going all out, you know? So, so I've made some transitions there just with how I physically take care of my body and moving more towards what I think my body needs as a, as a woman, um, versus trying to make the bar, um, you know, the place that that men are at, which is more intense workouts. So um, and not every man's there, you know what I'm saying. But you know, it, like stay stay with me here when I'm using some of these terms. I realize that it's not um, quite as black and white as this., um, but I think for the most of for the most part, most of us really resonate with with those sort of terms. So with the drinking side of things, so this is where kind of this messaging has gotten a little problematic with drinking. When I first went off to college, I mean, I have a competitive streak. I was like, hey, I I can match what you're drinking. Um, I can do the keg stand as long as you can or longer. Uh, I can race you at that Irish car bomb and beat you. And so that became something that I almost prided myself in. Like, I can drink as much as the men can. And here's the thing. And I think I knew this at the time, but, you know, it's like I, like nobody really educated me on alcohol. So I didn't really know that women's bodies actually cannot drink as much alcohol as the male body can. Just can't. So there is like, the, it just really can't. Uh, my husband is six foot five and 250 pounds. We can't drink the same amount. So, um, you know, and like size isn't the only thing that matters either, you know, so in, in many ways. Um, but size is not the only thing that matters with with Drinking as well. So like, I'm not a small woman, uh, but I do think that I am actually fairly sensitive to alcohol. So and sensitive to the side effects of alcohol. So we have to keep that in mind, too. I think sometimes we're, we're sort of matching men with with our drinking. You know, when my husband and I were drinking cocktails and, and drinks every night when COVID first hit. Um, that was something that I started to really notice was he, you know, he would make his, the cocktails and he would bring them to me and, you know, I would match his cocktails and I would notice like, Hey, I'm really feeling this. He's not feeling it at all. Um, you know, we go and have split a bottle of wine Well, I'm really feeling this. I can't drive. He's like, I could drive all day long, like no problem at all. So it really does impact us differently. So we have to be cautious with that. The other thing that is interesting to me, because I do have quite a few clients that live in sort of the corporate world or executive space that are wanting to cut back on their drinking or not drink at all, but in the work environment, alcohol is center of attention, I mean, all of the people go out, and and you know, many of them are actually in more male-dominated industries, or they're one of the few women at the table, at the executive table, which is not uncommon to see, even in 2022, and they feel like they got to go out for the drinks. Like, if the boss says, like, hey, we're going out uh, for drinks to talk about strategy, or we're going out for drinks after the conference to, you know, just get to know each other better, whatever the reason is, but if they're talking about something that you feel like gosh, I really want to be in that conversation where you feel like you have to have drinks. And if you don't have drinks, sometimes you don't get invited. If you're not talking about your favorite bourbon or you're not talking about your favorite cocktail or the wine that you like, that's sort of the topic of conversation. And so that is a huge challenge too for us to to face when we as women and also career-oriented women decide to not drink. Sometimes it leaves us out of the equation and we're already fighting our way into it. And so that is something to, to be aware of. And I think if you're, you know, a male leader or a male ally, it is something to really consider. If you own a business, it's something to consider. Do we want alcohol to be such an important part of how we work together and how we build relationships together? Um, We all know that people get promoted based on the politics that they know how to play, based on the asses they know how to kiss, based on the relationships that they build. It is very rarely ever about ability. So I know you know people will push me on that a little bit, like, no, 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 I worked really hard to get here. Yes, you did. You also are a great relationship builder. You knew how to work the system. That's how you got where you are today. And sometimes working the system is choosing to have some drinks with the, the new boss that you want to be able to be on his radar. So... Keeping all of this in mind, we cannot drink like men. So just drink like a woman. Just drink um, how you really want to drink. Listen to your body. Um, That might mean that you have one drink a week. It might mean you have one drink a month. You might have one drink a year. You may never have drinks ever again. And that is perfectly fine. Own it. It has actually opened up some really wonderful conversations for me when you can really be confident in that and you can also... Be able to set some boundaries with people. I think that's actually great in the work environment to show that you can do that in all environments. I think it's great, but you know sometimes you do have to set some boundaries, and I think it's perfectly acceptable to have that conversation with the person that's driving the drinking culture in the office or in the um, in the business for sure. To have that conversation and say, hey, you know, I'm just recognizing my well-being is a high priority. All the businesses are talking about that right now, so it's a, t- a hot topic. We got to use the buzzwords to really get their attention. Um, but, hey, it's not really serving my well-being, so I'm choosing to not drink. And I would really appreciate if we had conversations that were not centered around alcohol. Great. What a great conversation. If they don't like it you don't get invited, then, you know, you know, there's tons of people out there to help you find a new job because this is not for you. So... Go into the world, just drink the way you want to drink and not the way that you think you need to drink in order to fit into our masculine centered culture. That is not what we bring to the table, ladies. Have a good week. don't forget to check out the ways that you can work with me. I have a 90-day program called Drink Less Live More that is self-guided. It gives you weekly content to help you learn, get some coaching tips, do some deeper healing work that is often needed in this journey. Um, Really, in any transformative journey, you kind of need to do that deep, deeper uh, internal work for sure. Um, so check that out. You can also join my 14-day break from booze if that is something you have interest in and that's you know self-guided as well, but you get something daily where you can sort of just be inspired and, and start to learn more about what you want that relationship with alcohol to look like. I never have any um, prescriptive sorts of things like you can't ever drink again. That's not what this is about. This is for people that want to evaluate their relationship with alcohol, maybe drink more mindfully. Uh, maybe not drink at all. So that's completely up to you. And that is, um, it's your journey. So I have no idea what's best for you. uh, But you do, I can help you quiet all the noise around you to decide that.